Welcome back to After the Midnight. This week we're talking about track 7 from Endless Summer, The Comeback Kid. And to get a better understanding of how the song came to be, let's hear some more from Tyler and Tim. What was the inspiration for the song Comeback Kid? You, you, it, it came to me with that title. That was, it was called, the, I sent you a track called The Kid. Ah, that's right. Which is, shout out to my buddy Tice. Honestly, boom. Denmark, ayo. Um, he was like, you should call the track The Kid. And I was like, that's awesome. Uh, and uh, I sent it to Tyler and you wrote The Comeback Kid. And I was like, this is perfect. It's interesting how the name came first. Um, I remember hearing previously that he liked to just name track something and many times the track will become the inspiration for the song. So yeah, it's really cool that this is one of those cases where the song name came first and Tyler took that as inspiration and made it even something better to come back in. It is interesting as a producer, you know, what you choose to name your songs. I can't tell you how many songs I've had where it's just some random name or, you know, whatever. And I think we've definitely seen that come all the way to fruition for Tim. You know, we have songs um, like Collateral or like The Equalizer, you know, I mean, that can be pulled in, you know, there used to be a TV show called The Equalizer. There's a movie named that. So it's interesting, you know, where he chooses to pull his, his references and ultimately his, his names from. And uh, I wonder if that was just more of like the, the vibe, you know, because it does have adolescence feel to it. It almost reminds me of stuff that we hear later on in the midnight when we get like to the album kids you know kind of still has it has that feeling to it a little bit to me um at least on the instrumentation side lyric wise i i think this is way up there for me in terms of uh, lyrics by tyler i i love the message in this song i think it's very relatable to a lot of people I think especially after last year, it's really relatable. But yeah, it's, it's interesting how it just all came from the name of the file that was sent over to Tyler from, from Tim, and Tyler just kind of ran with it, and, and it turned into to something awesome. Yeah, totally agreed. Yeah, and it definitely is relatable, like you're saying. I mean, everybody's had struggles at some point or another, and to overcome them is hard and also rewarding. To me, it's almost like a love letter to determination or, you know, like you fall down so many times, you skin your knees so many times. It's about getting back up and having that that spirit inside you to, to keep going and to, you know, be the comeback kid, the clear eyed comeback kid. And no matter what, you know, start over, start fresh. You always can. It's just it. it transcends into so many different you know whether it's personally professionally and that, and I think that's why it's so so true to me as something that I, I really feel down to my core honestly so yeah this is a an awesome anthem and I, I think it really is a good time in the world to have a song like the comeback kid right now it's cool that we're in the year of fifth anniversary of endless summer that this song you know, it is is in people's minds again, and it's just so once again relatable to you know everything that we went through, you know, that humanity went through last year. Um, we're all the comeback kids, you know. We're all the clear-eyed comeback kids. Yeah, and this one, I it's 
he's always using somebody as an inspiration in this or the kind of the motivation he says you know but you are always what i came here for it's you my friend why i get up again i always took that as a person but i guess you could you know ex extrapolate that out to something else because you know you were why i've come so far yeah. he actually ends each verse with kind of talking about either the thing or the other person that that is interesting i feel like i've never picked up on that as much i mean I, I now that you say that i've heard obviously those lines you are who i came here for like i always just thought it was more of a about me message but that's interesting i wonder if if that is directed towards another person or if that's like you're speaking to yourself almost you know it's like your inner monologue or your inner determination saying hey you can do this you know get back up on your feet what are you doing yeah i really like that you know what but when it's time to i'll fight for you because you know you are why i've come so far yeah it can definitely be about him or herself interesting yeah it's cool i just the dualism and the genius of his lyrics and i one thing that uh sticks with me in this song from from tyler um that's just such a random cadence of words but works so well is when he talks about how he feels the wind blow like a screen door in a thunderstorm because that's just like it's it's really kind of random but it's su such good imagery you just i mean that's just like being rocked back and forth just like i to me that's you know the point of i can't catch a break like you're just trading blows with yourself getting knocked down getting knocked down you know um but yeah I, I i love that that line that one always sticks out to me a lot this is just a it's a cool place on the on the record it's it's one of those straightforward midnight songs where we may not get as many layers but you know we get some some really fun sounds and really awesome uh core to it and once again just a, an awesome message i think it's really a a nice place for tyler to shine yep totally all right with that let's dive right in and take a listen yep for sure and like we tell you guys every single episode we have the the stems for this track what the stems are is a track by track breakdown of the song so throughout the song you're going to see us highlight a few different sounds that we think are cool and talk about uh, what they mean to us so here we go So this starts out with the Comeback Kid synth. This is the bass right here. Some nice driving bass, some 16th notes there. Jackson vibes and then going back to our Jason episode like the maniac vibes a little bit and that clap there
got the yes i don't know i feel like half the songs we've heard so far for the midnight have some something like this especially on this album um but to be in the fifth anniversary right now and stuff i mean tim talked about how he really just dove dove in on on this one so and that actually sounds like tim right there yeah it does This sounds like the Predator synth right here. Yeah. And again, it sounds very authentic. Kid, I'm the blue-eyed, I'm the comeback kid. Like, I'm the clear-eyed. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it came very quickly. That was a very quick song to write. That was the last one we wrote for that for that record. That's the one I've listened the most to because it's the one that's freshest on my mind that I haven't uh, slaved on for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty recent interview after the album came out. I'm sure they didn't even foresee the success that this album was going to be by this point. I'm sure it was successful, but not as big as it definitely is now. Yeah, it's, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's like... It's like eight months afterwards. I'm sure they're, you know, I'm sure one song had hit by this point. You know, they obviously already had some fans going into this album, but what? I mean, yeah, what a future they they had. It's cool to hear Tyler say that. You know, he just once again took the title, ran with it. And I think that that's just a message that everybody can can relate to. Even in what we've learned about him. You know, I mean, he, you know, made a whole album, got dropped by the label, got dropped by his management, you know, kind of thought things were done. Then he found Tim and, you know, created The Midnight. You know, I'm sure Tim's had struggles like that too, you know, writing for other artists. I mean, you know, everybody has been knocked down and gotten back up again. So, yeah, really cool to hear the inspiration behind the, those lyrics. And I also like that Tim, you know, says it's freshest on his mind and that's his favorite, at least at this time. I mean, it was eight months after the album came out and he said it was the last song. That was another interesting thing to learn that this was the last song they put together on the album. What's really interesting about doing this podcast is we go back and we find these kind of time capsules from these interviews and it's cool to hear their perspective in this point in time. Today, I'm sure they'll give you different answers or different feelings about it because all the success that it has. It's cool to kind of look in this little time period and see what they're thinking about their project. Totally. And, you know, with us being now halfway through 2021, this interview is from eight months after And the Summer came out. And the Summer came out in 2016. there was an interview released recently by The Lingo, and they reflect back on this album. It was really interesting to hear from both Tim and Tyler. Like, at this point in the midnight, they had never toured before. They had some success. They had made some money off of it. Um, but just to hear them actually, you know, in, in this period, um, you know, talk about it. And obviously what, you know, was to, to come with this album and how this really catapulted uh, them and it's it, like you said it's really interesting that this was the last one like when when do you have that cut off or, or when do you know you know hey this thing is done at that point they didn't have a label behind them it's not like they had a deadline or anything like that besides you know maybe one that they set for themselves but yeah it's interesting that this was the last one this was the last cut that made the record yeah and in that interview you're, you're mentioning it is interesting, you know, at the time they were still trying to figure out, you know, is it Tim's project featuring Tyler? Because I know at one point Tim was just like, you know, can I just be the midnight? And that was mainly because uh, Tyler had moved away to New York and Tim was in LA and he probably just didn't know how he was going to make it work. So it was easier just to say, you know, I'm independent. I'll still have you on some songs, but I might reach out to these other people that are right here. You know, so that's really interesting but it's cool they stuck together created many more great projects together and i don't think they'd be the same if they weren't a duo it is interesting 
how we learned that tidbit about Tim asking, you know, Tyler that. And then Tyler kind of talked about his involvement in the band at the time. Because, I mean, you know, Tyler was a full-blown singer-songwriter, Americana artist, you know, doing that. And, I mean, even in the beginning of the midnight, even at this this point in, in their history, you know, really, at least during the writing process. So, um, he expressed in this recent interview, you know, that this was really Tim's baby, that he maybe wasn't spending as much time on the band, but he still knew that he wanted to be a part of this thing and, and didn't want to let, you know, let go or just be a featured artist or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that the universe kept them together and, um, and, you know, here we are making a podcast about it. This song is so relatable, especially right now. I mean, in earlier episodes, Tyler's talked about how they put a song out there and how their feelings change about it over time or how it resonates with different people or, you know, takes on this whole life of its own. Um, and what's really interesting now is that not only do we have the Comeback Kid off of Endless Summer, but we have the Comeback Kid orchestral version too, which adds just, you know, a whole other vibe to it. Um, so to have something like that that gives the song a fresh coat of paint, a new take on it, um, and, and, and really, you know, came out at a, a good time, I think, when people needed it. Um, so, yeah, just overall, man, it's, a, it's an awesome song. It's a it's a it's a pick me up. It's a positive point I think on on the album. It's an uplifting message, and yeah, I mean we're 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 cruising right along. We got you know five more five more to go after this, and then we're through it. Then we're through the endless summer. Yeah, maybe it's not endless after all. So guys, last episode too, by the way, I talked about this crazy theory about how I think a couple of the songs connect. I have full-blown connected the entire album. Um, went down a lot of rabbit holes, connected a lot of dots. But I think I think that there's a whole story behind this album. I think this whole album is a concept album, super cohesive. I don't know if it meant to be, um, but yeah, I, I I have connected all all the songs together, and uh, I'm just at that point of being a stan. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I'm ready to be my mind blown by these <laughs> theories every episode. So where does this one fit in the story? So, you know, we have Jason. That's kind of the turning point, I think, for the guy where he, his love fades from the person he fell in love with and started this on the summer, ran away with. We get Jason. The other party gets really mad. Um, you know, about the messages we hear in that song, synthetic, the person's completely broken, gets angry during the equalizer, but realizes that they're not alone, finally starts to pick their shattered self back up in this song and realize that life has to go on. You know, no matter how hurt I am, I have to, you know, I have to be the clear-eyed comeback yet. I have to, I have to start over again. I have to put the pieces back together, so... There's some more drama still involved in the story, but uh, yeah, I think this is the turning point, you know, um, where the album's 12 songs. If you if you think about the original release, now we're on song seven, so we're past the turning point of it. So uh, yeah, to me, 
we take two songs of really, really negative, and then we flip that, and we're turning the corner, and we're going positive again. But we got some more twists and turns in that theory, and I will keep you guys in the loop on it. I don't know, though. Awesome. Yep, just tying it all together here. So we asked you guys on Twitter what you guys thought about the song. So here I'm going to throw kind of some of these up for you to read. Oh, this one's great right here. What about, Zach, do you have a few over top of you over there? It's just eating during. Guess all the bulls are out the window. Now. Appreciate you guys sending those in. Oh, he's still eating. Pizza zone. So yeah, next week we got vampires. You guys love saxophone. Get ready for this one because it is full of it. Um, and yeah, we have the orchestral version, which is awesome. We reacted to that a couple weeks ago. So cool to hear. I, I, you know, I talk about the fresh coat of paint on Comeback Kid, and it's so cool on Vampires to hear. Like, I still can't get over hearing that classic sax line replaced and just the piano bridge, Tyler's vocals. And it's just really so magical to take those songs and and what they did with that i mean it's just you know even in that interview tim and tyler talk about like we never thought we'd get to this point where there's an orchestra playing our stuff and it's just really a cool time to be a a midnight fan right now yeah let's not talk about anymore i'll say that for next week we'll see you guys then appreciate you guys watching and yeah have a good one we'll see you next time peace